We're always interested in what you have to say about our live broadcasts. Please share your comments on our Facebook page or websites. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What a glorious day. This is a great weekend. Um, well, weekend. This is a great week. You know, Martin Luther King Day. Um, starting this week off right. Hope 24 has been good to you. Uh, it's been great to us. Here at Sanders says, uh, you know, we're all about mental health. We're all about growth. We're all about perspective. Um, and I am excited to have this guest here today. <clears throat> well, we're going to give a, a little bit of perspective, a little backstory, um, and hopefully, uh, you know, really hear her truth. And I, I'm excited about this this uh, this conversation we're going to have. Um, but before we dig into that, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Zara Wellness. You go to ZaraWellness.com and get your flower today, get your topicals, get your gummies. Um, all top shelf THCA flower. And we talk of THCA, so this is flower that's legal in every state. And it's good flower. It's good. So ZaraWellness.com is where you go to get your flower. Um, shout out to sponsors. So today, with further ado, we have... Miss Angel Massey. And you might not know who Miss Angel Massey is, but she is the creator of stars, <laughs> to say the least. But we're going to talk about, we're going to dig into her um, her story um, and how this all began for her. And, you know, I can't wait to, to talk to her. So let's bring her up to the stage. Hey, well, thank you. Creator, the producer, the director of uh, bringing you guys, Christopher and Kyle Massey. Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, awesome. yes. Look at it. Thank That's where they get it from right there. See, they, they mama a star, <laughs> so it's just natural. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're awesome. First... <laughs> I, like the way, I like the way you sold that THT. What is it? THCT? What is it? TCA? What did you what is it? THCA. It's THCA. How you sold it's the good bud. It's the best bud. I don't smoke, but I mean, yeah. I just like the way you sold it. If I was going to try okay. it, that would be. A <laughs> you should. If you try TACA, yeah. I got it. <laughs> well, I want to thank you uh, for being on the show today. Um, I know you. You know, it's a lot of things going on, busy, but thank you for being here. Uh, appreciate you just spending time with us. Um, thank you so much. So you know. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So, um, is your is your Wi-Fi a little choppy? Is it coming through on your end like that too? You know what? I remember I told you that it is a little choppy sometimes. Um, yeah. Okay. It's so it's a little better now. It's better now. Okay. It's better now. There we go. We okay, just have to talk about I, it. Sometimes you got to talk about. It. Oh yeah, I live in the woods, so it does get a little choppy. Remember, I told you that because I I could have gone like to someplace else to do it, but. It's getting better now. It look good. There you go. Okay. Okay. Just make so, sure um, we got it right. Nah, yeah, for sure. We got it good. Well, um, you know, there has been, you know, uh, some clouds, some dark clouds, you know, over the, your situation, your family, um, uh, recently. But before we get into that, you know, because that's that's a piece of the puzzle. I wanna I wanna start from the beginning. Okay. Um, you know, you have these two young boys. Um, 
what did you see the stardom in them? Was it was it was it um how how did they come about? Was it you know uh, other family members? Is it just your personality? Because I see you you got a lot of personality, so you know I, I'm I see they probably took from you a lot. But what um what was it about them when they were young that did you see that they were gonna become stars? Like was there you know how how were them how were they as boys? So that's a really great question. So to answer that question, honestly, I, what did I know? I actually told the producers, Kyle had done this job. He had done, well, no, it was Christopher's audition. And, um, and they pulled Kyle into the audition for, it was a project called Grandpa's Garage that was filming on what they call on location in Atlanta from, um, uh, the producers were from California. And they took, my son Christopher has was doing the business. He's been in the business since he was two years old. So we've been in this game for 32 years. My son will be 34 years old on the 26th. Christopher Massey from Zoe 101 and Zoe 102. And, you know, we he's modeled for pretty much every print job. Riches, Macy's, Neiman, Sachs. Uh, there was a, a company called Parisians, Sears, JCPenney's. So we've done a ton of work and commercials and Kellogg's, Frosted Flakes and Captain Crunch. And so we, we've been attached to a lot of great brands from when my son was 32. So to give credit to the family for this business, it has to start with Christopher. And Kyle, being the younger brother, just fell into it on one of Christopher's auditions. He was auditioning wow. for this part. Yes, called Grandpa's Garage. And they were bringing the kids in like two or three at a time for this audition. And um, and so Kyle, they were when they when I when typically when my kids come out of an audition, I would always I would always ask Chris, how did they go? Like, what did they say? And what did you do? And tell me how they said it. And while I was drilling Christopher, trying to get information from him about how well the audition went the casting director was taking Kyle in the room and he was allowing them to. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, he's not auditioning. And so Kyle never told her he wasn't auditioning. And the lady says, well, why? And I said, he's not auditioning, he's just not. And um, yeah. the rest is history. He went in, nailed, you, you just went out. So is that, you just, you went okay, out, you was froze. that okay? You froze for a minute, but you, we can still hear you. Oh, okay. So that's how it happened. And so, um, so that's what happened. So Kyle ended up falling into the grandpa, grandpa's garage audition. Those producers were from California and we did, it was a 20 week commitment at the time. And at, in the, the project ended in November. And once the project ended in November, the producers were like, we really do feel like that, you know, if you can afford to go to California, he could compete with the what they consider the professionals, Kyle. And that's what took us to California. We went to California the day after Thanksgiving 2000 on that Friday. And we've and he's we've never come back home as a family full time since that day to this one. Wow. That's how that's wow. how and and Christopher, how he got into the business at two years old, his agent. Um, Joy Purvis, who is still his agent to today, he's she's still our agent to this day. She um, saw him, you know, saw us at a uh, looking at pictures, and she, um, you know, we were picking up pictures from J.C. Penney's, and Christopher was 
you know, just had a whole lot of personality then. And, um, and she was just like, who is this kid? And I said, that's my son. And she gave me her card and said that, you know, she was an agent and I thought it was just a scam. And then I saw after that, after she had approached me and she gave me her car and I thought it was a scam. I then one day just kind of was passing through te television and Raven Simone was on television talking about where she got her start from. And it was the same lady that had given me that car. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's she's not a scam. She really is legit. Right. So I called her back wow. to see if that opportunity was still available and the rest is history. That's how it happened. So wow. I can credit credit for being approached. But uh, but I will say that I told the producers that wanted Kyle, I said, I just don't think that I because they they hired him. They wanted to hire him and they were contracting him out. And I said, look, I just don't think that this is going to be a good idea because, you know, his personality is if he doesn't want to do something, he's just not going to do it. And I don't want to I didn't want to ruin Christopher's momentum and the career that he had going and pending, uh, you know, um, putting our, you know, money on Kyle. But it turned out that, you know, it was, you know, it was people saw in us what we didn't see in ourselves. And that's how we got to where we are right now. Wow. Wow. So, so they were just discovered. They literally, really, through. literally were discovered. Yes. Wow. And let me tell you, let me tell you how deep the discovery went. Christopher was always, you know, always easy breezy. He was Christopher's Christopher and Kyle's personalities are completely different. Kyle's personality is if he to give you an example, when we um so if when they were younger, if all the kids in the neighborhood, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten kids in the neighborhood were outside playing, making lots of noise and having fun and all that stuff, if Kyle did not want to go outside, he didn't go outside. He didn't care that everybody was outside having a great time and laughing and having fun. If he didn't want to do it, he just didn't do it. And um, and it wasn't going to convince him just because everybody else was outside having fun. Now, Christopher yeah. is way more popular and social than Kyle yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, he just is. Like, he's just going to gravitate to everybody and... Kyle is just going to be like, if he want to move, he will. If he don't, he won't. He kind of had like an old man. Kyle kind of had like an old man, actually. <laughs> like if, if, they, if they were on a movie, because I call Kyle grumpy sometimes. I'm like, gosh, like he's just, he's just so grumpy. Like, but, you know, he's a nice person, but he's just not as approachable. He he is approachable when he's working, but he's right. not approach. He's just not an approachable person. Just his own, if on his own, what am I trying to say? On his own without. It being a part right. of his job, you know, like that. Right. So yeah, right. Christopher is way more social than Kyle, to be honest with you. Wow, 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 yeah. that's crazy. I didn't. So they, so you were discussing. Yeah. So how did that? How did life change after that? Yeah, and you know, where Kyle and Kyle actually more of the big brother because <laughs> Christopher is the kind of person where if it's a party, oh, he's there. Mm -hmm. But Kyle is going to assess the situation. He's going to go, but Kyle, Christopher, we don't know anybody there at that party. I mean, does that really make sense for us to go? I mean, you know, I, do you know any? Like, if Christopher meets somebody and get an invitation to go to the party, he's going. Kyle's going to be like, right. well, but we don't really know anybody there. Like, it's, I mean, like, why would we go when we don't know anybody there? Like, we don't know one right. person there. Christopher, is that a, so right. Kyle kind of serves as the big brother to kind of... What a party at, player? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going, he'll think about it later, but not Chris, not Kyle. He doesn't do yeah. it. <laughs>
Well, that's a good balance. That's a good balance. You know, it it's sounds like they keep, they, they keep each other balanced. Yeah. And, and, what's so, and what's so interesting and so cool about them is um, they come we, they come from the same mom and dad, and, and yet they are like, they're not like, they're completely different, which people are supposed to be different. But it's funny because even their dad, people think that I'm like the life of the party and they really like me and they, you know, people when I go places, but the people that I have, you know, that, you know, since my husband, my, my, their dad and I got a divorce, you know, back in 2009. So mm. since 2009 until now, the, our new people that we've started to work with and things like that, that did not know their dad, when they got to meet their dad, it's like they'll trade their dad in for me anytime. They'll trade me <laughs> in. So I'm like, well, yeah, so he has a personality too. So I guess they get it from both of us. Nah, that's good. That's awesome though. That makes that makes a lot of sense. What yeah, do you, and uh, he's bigger than mine. His personality is way bigger than mine. Your husband. Oh, well, your ex. I mean, your... your, your uh, and the boy's dad, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, was there was there anything when they were younger that you think maybe shaped them to be the way that they were? Like any any events that happened that maybe have been good or bad? When when you say shaped them the way they were, when in what context are you talking about? Well, you mean you say Kyle is a little more uh, skeptical, right? He's a little bit more of a sports well, I, reason. I, I, I wouldn't use that vocabulary word skeptical. Skeptical. He's just more reserved. Like Kyle is just to give you an example. He when Kyle was born, he didn't want to deal with nobody, including his dad, my mom, my dad, my aunts, Mike's mom, Mike's dad. Yeah. He didn't want to deal with nobody but me. He yeah. didn't. It, didn't care. He just, he, it was, everything was all about me. Now, Christopher was like, deuces, holla, I'll catch right, you later. Right. Call, I'll call yeah. you. I'm ready for you to, like that. Like that. So right. that's the difference. So skeptical. They was embedded. Always, it was embedded in them. He's just always yeah. just been his own independent thinking person. Like, he doesn't really, yeah. he's not going to be just boo just because everybody's going yeah. and everybody's doing it. Yeah. And it was interesting because yeah. I talked about this um, to my kids recently, actually. That um, when Christopher used to go, when they would go over to Miss Master to my ex-husband's house, uh -oh. when he would go, when they would go over to their grandparents' house, Christopher could stay for years and never come back home. He was he was there. He was the he was their favorite, and uh, and Kyle was like, I don't mind coming to visit, but what time are you coming back? Because like that's just right. And so what happened was I didn't once I went to the house to pick them up. I wasn't coming back but one time. So Christopher used to hate and he used to have to go home because I was only coming back to one time. I'm dropping you off and I'm picking everybody up at the same time. And, right, and right. Christopher didn't like it. Like he just didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's that's just the difference in their personality. He's not skeptical. He just is right. more reserved and and you know, he's just he's just gonna do his own thing. Yeah, he's when okay. They, so when they Right, right. So when they these two young boys, you have them, they get discovered. How did life change after that point? Like, was it constantly traveling on the road? Was it, you know, hard to to remain as a as a core, or did you guys like become closer? So you know, that's a great, that's a really great question. So core wise, um, to give you an example, so core wise, we've we've come, we we both both sides, their dad and myself come from a praying, generationally praying family. So rooted and grounded 
and principles and character has always been the formula for us anyway, just because he, we didn't have anything to do with it. Mike's parents prayed for him before he was born. His, their grandpa his grandparents, the same for me, same. So from all sides. And then I also had a bonus because I had my biological parents, my mom and my dad, and then I had a stepdad. So I had three sets of parents and family and village praying for me. So I got triple coverage, whereas Mike had double. So we had, you know, so basically, to be honest with you, we've always been the same. That's the reason why when you, I can honestly say to you, you can do a poll with people that have worked with Christopher or Kyle. I don't care in what capacity, whether it was an extra craft service, um, photography, extra, uh, I said extras, um, the, the, the crew, um, uh, other actors, actresses, teach studio teachers, studios, you're the executives, you're not going to find anybody in any one of those capacities in the 20 something years that we've been in television to be able to find something negative to say about them. And that's the truth. No director, no video photography, no studio teacher, no parent, nobody. We we have we have an exemplary an exemplary high character status in the industry and not many celebrities have that and i can honestly i don't care if right. they're if they're adults or children we are set apart from them as it relates to our character and our brand and our name as it relates to our peers right 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 i that's that's the truth nobody that that's that's why you've never really heard anybody saying anything bad about us. That's why you never heard us in a headline ever, right. Right. ever, ever. And that's, yeah. that's never, they yeah. always signed autographs. Even when Kyle didn't want to, he did it. Um, Kyle Christopher didn't never mind, but you know, but you know, so that's our, that's just who we are. Like, you know, like I, I started, I told you people like Mike, so their dad sometimes above me. And it only takes five minutes of learning him. They, we, they, they, um, you know, my kids have been playing golf since they were little before, you know, Tiger Woods came along and made it very, very popular. And, um, I mean, Mike was, Mike come from a, his, their dad comes from a golf background before Tiger Woods came along and made it very popular from, for black people to start playing golf. In fact, their dad actually teach, taught like Anthony Anderson and Flicks and, you know, a lot of these celebrities in California, their dad taught them how to play golf. Mm. So, you know, so we come from um, we come from solid principles, guidelines, foundation and character. We didn't have to learn that. We didn't, we're not pretending to be nice people. That's really genuinely who we are. And, and my kids are one, some of the few kids that when people when they go places, People expect them to be different because that's the way celebrities have always typically presented themselves to them. Not that it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but they 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 uh, originally start to treat us like that we're going to be a problem or that we're going to be needy or demanding, right, right. and none of the adjectives right. have ever applied to us ever. Even when right, Kyle, right. even when Kyle was on, he was the lead. On oh, that's so Raven. Well, the lead of Corey in the house, and when he was playing Corey Baxter, 
that's pretty much the second B story of that so Raven because it was Raven. We were third billing on the show, but we end up being second position because it was Raven's character. Then it was Corey Baxter. So right, even right. with Kyle, even with Kyle having um, wardrobe people that was assigned to come and pick up his clothes and get his stuff and the people that were assigned to go get him this and go get him that. I never allowed them to. Yeah. And it was the job. I never allowed them to do that. One, because it interrupts the circle of life because now what happens with television, the children becomes the employer. So you have a grown right. person that's working for a child that their job is dependent upon this child. And so those, so I've always realized that those grown people, they have kids that they wouldn't pick up their ish from off the floor at home. Mm -hmm. They're not going to, they're not going to go running and getting them water and running. So I never allowed them to do that. I never right. allowed them to do that. And I never allowed my kids to, to even think that it was okay to act in that capacity. That's why I know that our character is solid. Everybody can attest to yeah. that. Everybody, yeah. including the executives for the network. In fact, so much so to when Kyle was on Dancing with the Stars, he was, and we, we did season 11 of Dancing with the Stars. This is a true story. You can fact check me on this. We did season mm -hmm. 11 to see Bristol Palin and, the season with Bristol Palin, it was uh, Kurt Warner, Brandy, um, Jennifer Gray. Um, we who else was on our who else was on our uh, show? Um, Kyle, I can't remember who else we had. Uh, oh, um, uh, Rick Fox. Like we had one of the oh. biggest seasons. So we we were season eleven was was our season, and after we left the show, what towards the towards the middle towards the end of the show. The producer came up to me one day. Um, it's so funny. Her name is Dina Katz. And she's, I, I consider her my friend now. She says, if we could only hire you to wrangle the celebrities, this show would just be, it would make everybody's life. Because people are needy. People are yeah. demanding. People are, right. we're, I never allowed, I, again, so we're what we are. We've been the same way since day one. We haven't changed since we got to show business mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just, be, we just, be, we just became famous, famously known, right. but our characters right. and our principles have because Kyle was always on time. He was always friendly. If, if when he yeah. was doing his interviews, I always stood right there to make sure that he didn't even go in the in a general vicinity of a question yeah. or anything that could potentially offend somebody or mm -hmm. be derogatory to somebody else or to be co-signing on something that could be set up for somebody else. I made sure that we did not fall into those pitfalls where you could take yeah. a sound and make it apply to something that wasn't there. And I did that every single day 12 weeks i did not leave his side and hey hey we we came in number two and michael jackson's mom miss Catherine, said kyle should have won how about that for a yeah, character yeah 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 yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's and hey look and let me say something fact check me yeah yeah you know that's that's um wow that's amazing because you know so much of your story so much of that story um, it sounds like it's grace, it's kindness, it's um, hardworking, um, but yet now there's this cloud, you know, there's this, there's this dark cloud. 
And, you know, I've, I've been through it. I've been through it. I, I you know, I, I got in a, a, a fight in a bar where I got, you know, I got jumped by, by eight dudes, uh, eight Serbian dudes. And, you know, um, the headlines came out that I was a thug and, you know, I went through a lot too, a lot of public ridicule and no one knew the story and no one really was interested. They were more interested in just clicking that and reading the headline. Oh, we lost it. She's coming back. I, I see you. There you go. Clicking the headlines, you know, um, and, uh, you know, so I, I completely resonate with that as a black man. I resonated as a um, a young black star. Um, I, I, I completely get it, you know, and, um, you know, my mother went through everything I went through because that was that's my mother. Um, right. So I understand your position as well. You know, you have two boys. You have two. Um, where is their like what's their mental right now? What is their what is their mental state right now? Hey, are you talking about Christopher and Kyle or just Kyle? Or are we talking about what you mean? Well, we the talk, whole family. We, we talking about Go ahead. I'm the sorry. whole the whole family. The whole family. Break it down for me. Listen to me. The whole family is about. First of all, that's the reason why um, I am going so hard. I refuse to allow TMZ to have the last word on my character. On my because see when you accuse people of something like this derogatory so now what you're right. doing like i can i can i can understand where Deion sanders came from when he said it's personal harvey levin's tmz and evan burke will not get the last word on our character you know why because as a black family and as black males our family have done too much to get our kids to where they were and where they are character wise not about you take show business away from us our name is still solid. Our name is solid. We 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 put way too much work in. Mike's mom, their dad's mother has a, a library named after her because she could teach people how to read that didn't even know one word by the time they finished her school, her classroom in one year. So I and and Mike his mom uh, Mike's sister is very well off. His sister bought Amazon stock when they were $20 a share back when nobody even knew who Amazon was. So we come from, we come from, we come, Chris Van Cal come from praying and blessings on both sides of the family. So, yeah. um, so, so to have Harvey Levins and TMZ to pay for stories, pay for stories, they pay for stories. And the yeah. people that buying the stories from them have no idea that it's a thing called litigation privilege where you can lie, defame, maliciously talk about, defraud people and knowingly tell falsehoods in a document as long as it's inside of a court document, then they can get away with it being public record. So when you got a dude that's doubling as an attorney and a journalist, but he's paying for stories, that's the story. The story is Harvey Levins is an attorney that's also doubling, in my opinion, as a sleazy journalist that pays for stories. And the people that's running the stories don't even realize there's a such thing as called litigation privilege. So they're running all these stories just because they say they got them from public record. But how did they get to public record? Did he pay? How much did he pay for them? Why did he pay for them? Who did he run? I, and I'm not accusing him of anything. I'm saying based on my son's situation, 
those people over at TMZ was fully aware that Kyle had never, ever been arrested. You know why they knew? Because they're the sharks of shit. How did Kyle get a yeah. arrest with a mugshot and fingerprints and a booking and a previous conviction and all this stayed under the radar of TMZ? I know the black man is a powerful man and they want to make him out to be not. But you're giving us way too much credit when you the sharks of shit. Yeah. You, you can't have that conversation on both sides. And, and then we have Kyle Massey's attorney. That's a black male named Lee Hutton. That is friends. He's an attorney. Harvey Levins is an attorney. Attorneys are friends. Mm -hmm. And now you have, we have, on, I have on record Lee Hutton telling my family and my son that he's friends with Evan Burke and that Evan Burke is a producer over at TMZ and that mm -hmm. Evan Burke got all of the documents for him. Well, hell, if Evan Burke could get all the documents for him, why did Evan Burke run the story? Why didn't why didn't ever and, and TMZ they they are written about by saying that they fact check? Well, then where are the facts of Kyle's arrest? Where's his right. mugshot? Where's the fact checked on the mugshot? Where's the fact check on the previous conviction? So you can't have right. the conversation on both sides. Did you fact check the story or did you pay right. for the story? You can't have it on both sides, not and be right. And that's the reason why it's like every time I post something on my Instagram or my Facebook. I get tagged. I get I get a community guideline because I'm telling the truth. Evan Burke, the producer over at TMZ, is friends with Kyle's attorney that was paid. That dude was paid thirty thousand dollars, and he did not file a document in the court. Not one in two years. It's three years this year in June. The man didn't pay. The man didn't file a document. And Harvey Levins and TMZ knew in advance that Kyle had never been arrested. Because they are the sharks of shit. They yeah. they know everybody's business, but they for some reason they just they just drop the ball on Kyle's mugshot and they drop the ball on Kyle's fingerprint and they drop the ball. Man, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that yeah. shit. They're not gonna have my name like that. Not mm. not comfortably. I'm gonna make right. them very uncomfortable with what they did to my son. And I'm not saying nothing violent nothing ignorant i'm just gonna keep on telling the facts repeating them yeah. over and over because the story is not going to change just because it's tmz it's not going to change right. i'm not afraid of tmz his ass is a harvey levins is a celebrity too he he has a he got a case where somebody was suing him for sexual mis allegations in the workplace sexual um misconduct in the workplace but nobody has a flashlight up his behind like they got on everybody else now, if there had been a black man in the workplace, oh, he would have been slandered all over the news every day, all day long. Until You would have seen him being dragged in out the courtroom. You would have seen him in handcuffs. How does Harvey Levin stay underneath the radar? And he's a celebrity, too. He's a celebrity, too. He's on TV every day. He's on TV more than most yeah. celebrities because most celebrities are on programs that come on once a week. He's, a, he's in our face every day. And he's a celebrity right now under sexual allegation misconduct. Right now in the workplace that he was that person's boss, which is worse in your, in my opinion, if you did to somebody on the street. Right. So how does he stay so far under the radar? How much money is it costing him to stay under the radar? Why hasn't nobody pulled the trigger on that story? 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's bullshit. Like, it's fucking bullshit. And we're tired. I'm not going to let him have my name comfortably. Whether whether they kill me or I'm not saying that they're going to kill me. I'm just using this as an example. Because people that start telling the truth about things, it, it, you do start, people start looking at you sideways. But at the end of the day, I'm telling as much of our story, the truth about our story, and the facts as they are, that are provable facts, as quickly and as fast as I can. Because I'm not afraid, I'm more afraid of God than I am Harvey Levins and Evan Burke and Lee Hutton and King County. I'm not, I'm way more afraid of God. Than, so I'm not, I don't even care nothing about them. They can, they can, they can keep that headline up there all they want to. And I'm going to keep telling the story slow and steady. They have the big barrel of ink. I mean, they've already smeared my son's name. They've already, and so what you're doing, what, what they did in that situation, they made it personal because now what you're doing is you're saying that his mama ain't ish, his daddy ain't ish, his grandmama ain't ish, his granddaddy ain't ish, his aunts, his uncles, his, no, you ain't shit, not us, you not shit, TMZ. That's who's not shit, it's y'all. They full of shit. That's what yeah. they are. They are full of shit. And it's about time yeah. that somebody challenged them on their shit. Look at look at what they did to Ray Rice, right? Ray Rice, the dude that the, the we we all know about the elevator footage, right? It's written that TMZ paid ninety something thousand dollars for that footage, right? He gets fired from the NFL, but his wife is still married to him. So why do we care? What was the point? Do you understand what I'm saying? What was the point? Are you being all over in that man business? You done paid $90,000 for him doing something to his wife and his wife didn't even file charges against him. He never went to jail, but the only thing was he just got humiliated on TV and lost his job to be able to feed his children. Like, so what's, what, what, what were we supposed to learn about that? He didn't go to jail. So what was his consequence? He just get, he can't feed his family. So is that the goal that you're just trying to, make people not be able to feed their family while you making millions man get the out of this mother get, no that we not we know and he don't have any kids so you know why he don't understand that you don't cross people children because he don't have any harvey levis does not have any children and it's different when you're talking about nieces and nephews and shit like that when you start mucking around with people children yeah yeah and you taking food out of somebody's mouth while you sitting up making money off of their transgressions that you pay for yeah i'm not going to let him have our name and i'm not going to let him do that shit to my son comfortably not comfortably i'm going to keep on making noise i'm going to keep on telling the truth and whatever my consequences are then i'm ready for them because he is full of shit over at tmz Nigga make, they, i mean he making all that money off of everybody else's business and ain't nobody looking into his why but he's a celebrity too. He on TV every day. Yeah. He on TV every single day. How is he staying under the radar? He got a whole sexual misconduct allegation against him. That's the question that you know. How That's the sound. How Angel Massey says, how in the world can Harvey Levin stay under the radar for an open sexual misconduct allegation against him, against some workers at his job when he on TV every single day? But we see all the black people on TV every day. We see all the black people on TV every day with some shit that he even said about them. All of our black men smeared across the TV every day. 
for something way less significant that don't have no evidence. But he stays under the radar. He on TV every day. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to let him have my son's name like that. He's my son will get his character. His character is already there. And it's right. my job as his mother. They can call me his mama. I'm just his mama. I'm a mama. They can call me whatever they want to. I don't give up what them people saying. The truth is what it is. So if y'all mm -hmm. gonna be looking at Kyle sideways, look at the other people. Look at the person sideways that started this shit. Look at both of them. Mm -hmm. Put Kyle next to Harvey Levins at the same time and see who's still standing. Yeah, we know he got a lot of money. We know he got the big barrel of ink, but I'm talking about character. Let's let's stand Kyle Massey up against Harvey Levins and Evan Burke at all three of them at the same time. We're the only ones that never had a story written about us. When you look at go Google TMZ, Google Harvey Levins. They he's been in a bunch of stuff where he's been trying to block stuff from judges from getting from being able to subpoena his emails and being able to subpoena his um records and how much he paid for something. Those are facts. You just gotta go how to go know how to go look for them. But if you type in Cal's name before TMZ released that story back in 2019, you're not going to find nothing negative about him. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Fact check me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did you ever hear anything about my son, Cal Massey, before 2019? No, ma'am. Okay, so can you do me a favor live right now? Go to your phone and type in Harvey Levin's lawsuits at TMZ and see how far back they go dated. Do it right, right now so the people can know that I'm not lying. So they can do it too. You're going to look right now. And, it, and tell me what's the latest date, how far back the dates go where people have been accusing him of stuff and don't nobody know about it. Like, man, this bull crap. Like, they, they, they take what the you? food out for miles while he making millions of dollars off of everybody else's shit that he paying for. Sick of him. Yeah, you know it's crazy. When you type in his name, you gotta be real specific what you're looking for, cause right, because it's gonna pop up. Because everybody else's yeah. shit gonna pop up. Oh, but, uh, yeah, you yeah. type in TMZ, everybody's yeah. business gonna pop up, but he is. Right. Come right. on now. I mean, and I was, he, and he in charge of the button. He in charge you know, of the switch. I'm a victim of TMZ too. That's yeah, how that's how my story. Listen to me. He had he had Shador Sanders on TMZ too. He had, I mean he always he uh, he ain't got no kids, so he don't understand. You don't leave people kids alone. Stop trying to take food out of people's mouths. Stop bothering people families when you got your own shit to deal with. You got transgressions yourself that you don't even run, but yet he run everybody else's stuff and then come to the fact he he paid for the story. Then he run the he run your statement. Then he run the truth. He can pay four five times off of a lie that he paid for in the first place, based on my son's case. If if everybody else's case is like mine, then he is full of shit and he paying for the stories. If if he's not paying for it, he running the story that he didn't fact check. So you can't have that conversation on both sides. Fact, you can't say you fact check the story because another fact is Kyle is on Disney Channel every day. Kyle is still to this day, 365 days, seven days a week on Disney Plus. But Harvey let but TMZ's uh headline says former Disney star, former mean no more gone adios, bye bye out of here. We still on Disney Plus 
every day, seven days a week, 365. So did you fact check that before you made that headline? Before you got everybody saying former Disney star, former Disney. You don't even know what you're talking about. Did you fact check? See, why didn't you run? Why didn't he run Kyle's mugshot in synonymous with the article? Why did he? Why? Because he ain't got one because it didn't happen. The police made it up. His name is Daniel Arvidsson and they call him Dan Arvidsson. He made the whole super form. Have your listeners Google the word super form in Washington. It's an arrest document. He lied and said he arrested Kyle. That's what, quote unquote, placed him in the state of Washington. It was made up. He also, they also proceeded to have court with uh, court knowing in advance that they, that they, that Kyle was never served because the court actually got the document back where they sent it to Kyle and it was returned undeliverable four days before the court date. So this is something else that TMZ was aware of as well. Four days before the court date, it was returned back to the court. They knew before they proceeded to have court without Kyle that he was not notified. Yeah, so when right. he so check this out when he missed court, if you notice, if you if, if people go read the document, when he missed court, they deferred the bench warrant for a black man that did something to a child. They deferred the bench warrant because you know what? TMZ ran the story that oh, Kyle Massey had an arraignment day today and he missed his arraignment. But his next court date is July, the blah, 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 blah. Wait, dude, but you a lawyer. You a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And you did not know that you can't have court without somebody being there. So you, you again, right. your ass didn't fact check the documents. Because had you fact checked the documents, you would have been able to tell the people, well, no, no, no. The reason that Kyle missed court was because he was never notified. And here he is right here on the court docket. But because he's the sharks of shit, he liked to go with the shit that he know people going to bite on first. He is the right. shark kid. He's an attorney doubling as a sleazy journalist. He paid for stories and he is something, and it's, it's sad. It's so sad that he gets so much satisfaction. TMZ gets so much satisfaction out of everybody else's what they think is going to be their demise. But what he failed to realize is God used us for a time such as this. Because guess what now? Now, back in 2019, we were on the heels we of R. Kelly on the meltdown of the Gail King interview. Now, in 2024, we on the heels of exoneration where a man just got $25 million for being wrongfully accused because of a dirty ass cop. You see how God, you see how say God used Satan against himself? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? You see how, you see how that works that years ago, it was, we were just on the heels of R. Kelly. Now you got all you got the 25, the 200 some bodies buried in the back of the Mississippi Police Department when they killed that the mama of that son. When everybody talking about that, yeah, here, mama, that just what it is is don't nobody want the mamas talking because the mamas know the truth. Again, you can't have it on both sides of the conversation. Either they want you to talk, they, they always tell you when you are um when you're a person that's in um trouble, anything you say can and will be used against you. So now when Kyle is exercising that right, then it's like, well, then we need to talk to him. We need to talk to him. Well, wait a minute. Okay, so he's doing everything that society have known to be taught to you by you remain silent. Let your attorney speak for you, but because our attorneys never spoke for us, I did it myself. 
And then you have, uh, you, we wouldn't even know Trayvon Martin's name if it wasn't for his mama. We wouldn't even know Amar Arby's name if it wasn't for his mama. We wouldn't even know the black dude that was killed and buried when they were when they had a missing report out of him if it wasn't for his mama. So the people that don't have the relationship with their mamas, that's the reason why. Well, he we don't want to talk to your mama. We don't want to talk to your mama. Well, you don't, you may not want to talk to your mama, but Kyle don't have a problem with talking to his. And I don't have a problem with taking this responsibility. I really don't. Because it's my Let job. Mother. Right. Right. No, and I think you I think you're doing the you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And um, you know, like you said, God God uh, he twists all this up for your good, you know, and it's mm -hmm. you go through it and it'd be it be painful now. It'd be something oh, you gotta yeah. but you gotta stay solid, you know. Crazy. Yeah, you it's gotta stay so solid. Unfair. Yeah, why he making all this money off of everybody's transgressions. Let me tell you what I learned. Listen to me, let me tell you what I learned just the Friday. I did an interview with Judge Joe Brown, okay? Um, and that's why elections are so important. So Jonathan Majors didn't get convicted on the battering her. He didn't get convicted of battery. He got convicted from the scratch, according to Judge Joe Brown, what he shared with us on the interview that I had with him with my own ears from the judge. The scratch that was on his finger from when he was trying to get his phone back they he he also said that the the i guess the uber driver testified that she was the main aggressor and everything but guess what they did all they wanted to do was they had to get the black guy on the hook they couldn't just let the black guy go because the complainant was yeah not that it was right not that you know what i'm saying but because somebody got to go for the situation because don't nobody want to look like they made a mistake. And that's I mean, the reason in history. That's the reason why it, you have it, innocence yeah. project. That's the reason why you have wrongful convictions. That's why you get stuff expunged. Look at Brian Banks. Look at Marcus Dixon. I mean, it happens every day. Like intelligently, you can tell me five stories. You don't if, they, if everything is what they say, you don't need but one jury to go home. They can they can come up with five stories. I can come up with one. Marcus Dixon. I can come up with two. Marcus Dixon and Brian Banks went through the whole system. And the prosecution won. The, the jury won because they were wrong. They got it wrong. Right. They got it wrong. But yeah. nobody in real time wants to admit that they got it wrong. No, they're not. <clears throat> they're not. You're going to have to chase that. You're going to chase them down for that money. But you know what? Um, you know, I think... I think you, like I said, you're doing the right thing. But I, I guess I've been, I've watched some interviews. I see mm -hmm. that he's, he's, uh, he spoke out a little bit. Um, well, his lawyers. Did the, we did law and crime with his attorney. Right, right. I, and, I, and I seen, you know, I, I saw that. From my that understanding. By the way, that was a two hour interview. That, that was the clip was only five minutes. Right. You know how they do. You know how they no, do. No, from what, no, from my not, understanding. I'm not complaining about the interview. I love I okay. honey, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have had a voice at all. So, you know, because right. his attorneys that no, he I'm paid. Money, yeah, when he when his attorneys that he paid money for, they did nothing. We paid thirty thousand dollars to Lee Hutton. We paid um it, we paid twelve thousand five hundred dollars to this company, this place called Newton and Hall over in Seattle, over in Washington. We paid them twelve thousand five hundred dollars half down on a twenty-five thousand dollar retainer. 
and they said we, we had to pay them the 90 the uh, the remaining balance in 90 days they didn't do shit in the first 90 days so i'm like we know man we paying what we paying you money for you ain't did nothing for the first 12 five that you got like no like what the fuck you what no like yeah, man, get yeah, on out of here yeah. like, the money that we've done paid out the money that we've lost and it's like so what it's a game it's a game it's a game you're trying to frustrate they try to offer him a plea deal like like no like if you got your case put it on your star witness is a liar your star witness said that she never went to california and never found anything in california well the hell the whole world knows she lying tmz knew that he's a lawyer so when you're a lawyer that don't read documents <laughs> i mean come on dude like i mean i'm just saying just make it make sense make it make sense right. you're a lawyer that don't read documents and your name on it right but because he know he can right. get away with it is the reason that he does that but in our case yeah. i have the backdoor emails not the judge not the prosecutor i got them i got the emails with three people cc'd on them from tmz i have them in my personal collection that i submitted to the judge in king county i got them well well i guess the attorney just he just thought i was so nice <laughs> yeah it's the most stuff that goes the most levels to it too yeah you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. He forgot that yeah. he had another email and then forgot to send me the wrong email and then two different emails. And yet all of them are concocting this story that Kyle never even approved. Yeah, that's crazy. Which, it, yeah, that's crazy. They be in conjunction. They be in conjunction. It's because yeah. Kyle's attorney what? is a lawyer. Kyle's attorney is a lawyer. I'm a lawyer is a lawyer. He tell you that in the beginning. I am a lawyer. Yeah, but guess what? Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, F. Lee Bailey was a lawyer too, but he got disbarred. <laughs> I mean, like, what that mean? Like, dude, like when you do a dirty freaking shit to people, like you can't keep on doing dirty stuff to people and think that you're gonna always be at the tippy top. Well, tell me this. Tell me this, Ms. Massey. What is? Because I, you know, I read into the case more. You know, I saw that face value. I knew you already know TMZ. I, I ain't believe a word they said anyway. But what? What really happened? Was it, was this, was this, I mean, I don't know if you can really speak on it, but was this woman trying to, you know, had a relationship with him and then said he had a relationship with the daughter? I, what, like yes. what really happened? So, so let me tell you this. Let me, let me, let me, let me give you a, let me give you a, a frame of reference, right? So this woman, her name is Kendra Andreas. Okay. She just became a nurse in 2016. She's a registered nurse in, in the state of Washington. She has a whole NPI number. You can go Google her right now. Her name is Kendra Andreas, and you can see her NPI number and everything. 2016. So the average person knows that med school is expensive. <laughs> Think about it. To become a nurse or a doctor, it's expensive. It ain't no cheap education, right? 2016, she, she finished the school. She got all these med school bills. So much so that she came after us in 2019 for $1.5 million, okay? In exchange of, she, she gave us a demand letter for one month, February, from February 14th on Valentine's Day to March the 16th or 17th. I think that's when it went public on TMZ. And the case wasn't even filed when TMZ ran the story, okay? They ran the story and it wasn't even technically filed yet. That's how much responsibility TMZ has in this story from 2019, from the originating accusation in California. 
2020, when she goes to the police in Seattle, she, because when she was extorting us before it went public, Cal told, I said, how do you know these people? How do you know this person? He's told, and he told how he knew her. He, they were having sex and going to the hotel next door to where we live. We used to live on Violent Inventura in California. There's a hotel right next door to where we used to live. We used to live in Artstone Studio Colony on Violent Inventura, at the corner of Violent Inventura. The, the famous, prestigious Beverly Garland Holiday Inn Hotel is right next door. It's a really prestigious boutique hotel in California. Small little hotel, but very, very, very popular and highly respected. Beverly Garland is named after Beverly Garland, the old actress next right next door so it was and she always came to his turf her the little girl's baby dad the little girl's daddy is uh one of the rapper dudes called drew downs that's according to the little girl on one of her videos her daddy is drew downs the rapper and so she would come to california a lot she would come to california she would come to california she would come to california that's how cal never went to her turf she always came to his jurisdiction where he lived where he worked where he was faint, you see what I'm saying? So that's how it all happened. And then when she tried to extort him, we said, no, Cal, I said, so Cal told a story, he told the truth about how he knew her. And then I was responding back to her attorneys, responding back to her attorneys um, about how Cal knows her and these are the circumstances. And also what's interesting is that people don't realize in that email communication between the attorneys at the time, his name is Neville Johnson, was her attorney over at Johnson & Johnson in California. Her attorney even emailed me back and said, the dick, the, according to, this is what's written in the email, the dick picture that your son sent to Miss Andreas, that's in the email. So he even admitted that Cal sent the picture to, the, to her because her daughter's name is Maria Robinson. Her daughter's name right. don't, don't have the same last name as hers. Right. And the attorney, Neville Johnson, his firm, emailed me back the dick picture that your son sent to Miss Andreas. Do you see what I'm saying? But TMZ, they all of them have all this information, but nobody yeah. wants to admit. They want the, they want a conviction, they want a jury trial, they want a spectrum. They want they want all this stuff, and then if he then if he found not guilty, then it's like oh okay, but then he still got the smear. You see what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a joke that they play, and it's like no dude, you got it wrong. He ain't none of that stuff. Right. He's got none of that. And then in open court, in open court, in court, when she went to the Seattle, when she went to the King County Police Department, Mr. Larry, let me tell you this. This is true. You could go Google it. She had two financial lending institutions that were suing her in the same King County courtroom. Two financial lending institutions. One was Evergreen Financial, which is also the hospice place where she worked. <laughs> okay. Evergreen Financial Lending Institution and some other lending, financial lending institution was suing her openly in the same King County where she's bringing a case against my black male son that has never even been there. So talk about investigation. Like, oh, so this investigation was just one-sided? You just believe what she says and nobody looks into her at all? This is all public record. Right. right. So, so, so does she have financial motive? Of course she does. She's a nurse with medical bills. 
She got four kids by different baby daddies. You see what I'm saying? Child support, child support can't pay for medical bills, bills at the house. You know what I mean? Everybody, no, everybody daddy he, only can pay for them. When he when he was uh meeting up with her, was he 15? Yes, he was 15 or 16. He was under the the, the but what's so funny is <laughs> this is what's funny. It's I mean that's not funny. <laughs> but what's funny is Judge <laughs> So Judge Joe Brown said, listen, he's not a girl. He's not a girl. Um, so at 15, 16 years old, yeah. he just got made. He got some nookie. Okay. He's not yeah. a girl. Yeah. But it's funny yeah. because that's the masculine part of that conversation, and which which I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with it, but what I'm not okay with is when the law only applies to the white girl. So, but the right. law in the state of California says that you cannot legally consent to sex. You can get some away. You can get some away whenever you want to, but it don't make it legal. Mm -hmm. So, right, so now right, again, right. can you have that conversation on both sides and be right? You cannot because the law says in the state of California, you cannot consent to sex until right. uh, while you're under the age of 18. Now, yeah. I would never even push the damn issue had it not been this big issue. Like, like she, the little girl, she's so innocent. And go, go to her dang on Instagram and dang on YouTube. She talking about her, her mama talking about dicks on the dang on uh, YouTube. Limp dicks. Her and her mama. Her and her mother, Kendra Andres and Maria Robinson together, was talking about D-I-C-K's on the doggone YouTube video. Limp dicks, actually. Limp ones, okay? So she now she knows the difference between a limp one and a firm one at 13. And the video was loaded up. Look, and check this out. And the video was loaded up a week before she came after us for $1.5 million talking about her daughter couldn't go to school and she was so distressed. Girl, you was just talking about limp dicks with your daughter a week ago. What are you talking about? Like, in, in the same time frame that she was extorting us. Like, like no, like, I'm about tired of people need to know the real story. And TMZ yeah. have had enough opportunity and enough chances to tell the real story, to help us out of this situation. Mm -hmm. But they refuse yeah. to help us because they're a part of the problem. Right. And that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. That's fine. I don't even care. I don't even care about them no more. It's all good, though. It's all good. But you know what? You know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a balance, you know, as a mother, you know, um, remaining present, pushing forward, but also standing up for what's right, you know, and making sure that the right story is told and then that you can control the narrative because, you know, um, it ain't 1960. They can't just write a little article in the newspaper and nobody can't fact check and do their research. And, you know, sometimes things like this can, um, can blow up, like you said, blow up the infrastructure of some, some, some wicked, some wicked um, work, you know, um, because I'm, I'm a victim of TMZ as well. You know, when I, like I said, I got jumped in a bar by eight Serbians, eight white boys. I, in defense, I hit one, knocked one of them out and hit another one in the head with a bottle. But they was, they jumping me. I'm trying to get them off me. All the articles said TMZ released the article before Milwaukee did. TMZ released the article that morning. Larry Sanders hit someone in the head in the, with a bottle and punches someone in the face. All this said, I ain't had no criminal charges. I ain't go to jail. I ain't, you know what I mean? But 
you know, I, I had I had to deal with that, you know, for a while. Milwaukee, you know, it was it was it was tough. You know, and at the time it was a brewer who had got caught for using steroids. So as soon as that happened with me, you know, I'm all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, so I had to recover from that. There was a mental aspect that weighed on me, you know, that was, you know, getting over resentment, um, understanding my faults in it as well, because I should have had a bodyguard with me. No, you know, I should have. You didn't have no fault. I, let, let me stop. No, no. Right. That, That's always. No, but, you didn't have no, no but fault. No, but that is. No, but somebody. Yeah, I did. Somebody jumping on you, then you have a right, whether you had a bodyguard or not. What if your bodyguard went to the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you what you gonna have a bodyguard forever until you die? I mean, come, no, that's not even expectation. Like it's not about your bodyguard. It's about due process under the law. Somebody attacked you and you defended yourself. That's not a crime. That's not right. a crime. That's not a crime. But you, but I guess what I understood that as a black man. We can't depend on the law. <laughs> we Clearly. can't. We can't. We can't. So, so wait, we got to move. Wait, wait, check this out. Smarter than the law. weren't arrested, though. But you said you weren't arrested. You never went to jail. So you did. You could depend on the law. The problem was TMZ because the law said you didn't do nothing wrong. Think about it. You just said well, it out of your mouth. Well, the law. The law did work in your favor that time. It's TMZ is the problem. Well, you brought up always, something earlier. Huh? You brought some earlier. You brought some earlier as well too. You you educated me on the law when you said that there is um you can legally release yeah. information that's false. So that's that's what I mean. That right. that's the law that well, we can't depend on. As long as it's within the confinement of your of a, a court document. And guess what? When you go to right. think about it like this, how gangster it is. It's gangster on steroids. What they doing? But it ain't right, mm -hmm. and they and they only applying it to the people that they want to apply it to. If it would be one thing if they applied it all the way across the board, but they applying it to everybody that they want to apply it to. So guess what? Right. When you go to your attorney, there is no affidavit. But when you go to the police, there is. That's the reason right. why, if you notice, all of these cases coming back as civil cases because they can say whatever they want to say. Yeah. Okay, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. The dumbest thing ever. And I wish I would. I, I wish that I had been an attorney. I would have been a fantastic defense attorney, I think. Probably not because I'll be cussing out somebody and then I'll get disbarred and then it would be a waste of money. But so, but um, so yeah, that's not a good idea. Let me scratch that out of my brain. So let me take this, right? So here's the here's the dialogue. Let me ask you this question. How many times have you heard in, in these civil complaints that the person got raped, right? They consented to sex. They got, and then, but when they went, they, they spent the night, they went to the person's house, spent the night. They agreed that they, they had sex. So there's semen, there's DNA, there's all that stuff available because the lady says that they had sex. But then her, but then what happens when the man gets in trouble and has to go to court and trial and potentially go to jail is because her dialogue is when she woke up, he was on top of her sexually assaulting her. Okay. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I've heard of okay, that before. Okay. Yeah. Asking you, have you ever heard of that in these, in some of these headlines where the person said, that's what happened with the dude in uh, um, the football dude. Uh, I can't remember his name. But she anyway. Said she, she said she woke up and he was on top of her. 
Right. Yeah. You know, you, you, she, they, they had sex. And then the next morning when she woke up, he was on top of her sexually assaulting her. You, how many times have we heard that dialogue in these civil complaints? Right. I'm asking a question. I'm asking you, I'm saying, how many times have you heard it with your own ears or read it that that has applied? Or accused, that was accused. I don't know. I don't think, I mean, you know, usually it's like a sexual assault case. They'll say they didn't consent or they weren't, um, you know, like they was drunk or, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I kind of look at that stuff as face value, you know, until I can talk to the person. I don't, you know, I, I'm a been a victim of it. I've been a victim of accusations and, you know, so. I know, but I'm saying, no, no, that's not the question. The, the, it's, it's kind of a simple question. Like, I'm, it's, it's not a trick question. I'm saying, have you ever heard about it? Have you ever heard about somebody being in a situation where. I think I have. Yeah, I think okay, I have. Yeah. Okay. So now, so with that being a yes, I have heard it. You've heard it. Now, with that particular action, just that soundbite, I woke up. And you were on top of me. Okay. How do you prove that? How do you take somebody's freedom away from them with that particular sound bite? Because guess what? Because the only way that she can prove that is that she had to be recording you in order to prove that. Right? right. In order to right. prove that she woke up and you were on top of her, she would have had to have a hidden camera somewhere in that room or in that house in order to capture that behavior because there's no way to prove it you say you didn't she say you did so how do you prove that when she woke up you were on top of her sexually assaulting her you cannot prove that without a video mm -hmm. i don't give a damn who you talk to you can't prove that without a video you go her word but you can't prove it without what? a video now guess what happens if she does have a video then guess what happens? She recorded you without your permission. That's considered pornography. That's that's the power that they have in the litigation privilege. Mm. And it's bullish. That's what it is. Mm. It's bullish. Because you cannot, if me and you go to bed right that's now, mm -hmm. if we go to sleep right now, how do you how do you have a point of reference of what time you woke up if you were asleep? How do you prove that he was on top of you if you were asleep? How can you prove how long he was doing whatever he was doing to you if you were asleep? Right. That's the power of litigation privilege. They get to say whatever the hell they want. They don't have to prove it. They don't. It, man, man, get the muck up out of here with that bullish. And TMZ is a part of the problem. And he's a lawyer. He's supposed to. Just, they, they always hold teachers at a higher standard. Think about it. But teacher have a relationship with a student. Principal have a relationship with a student. Church have a relationship with the... Everybody have a higher standard of accountability. But a lawyer can just do whatever they want with the law. Because it's the law. And it only applies when they misapplying the law. Think about it. But technically, they're not breaking the law. But they know how to make money around the yeah. law and skirt around the law mm -hmm. and not tell you the truth right. when they're supposed to represent you in the best, best interest of their client. So they get to make money off of your demise and you don't even know it. They should yeah. be held 
Have a ethical standard. In con I, do you see what I'm like, man? Get the man. TMZ so garbage until it's ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how garbage they are. And and not to me. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you go back? You never did go to your internet and tell the people what's the latest date that you saw that go back to where TMZ have been legal had a legal issue that's on record where they can go find it for themselves. What's the, what's how what's the I, date? I this first day. All right, I'm gonna put a TMZ just Harvey type in TMZ issue. lawsuit, a Harvey Levin lawsuit. All right. I'm gonna show it up here for people to see. Well, I can't see it. Just read it to us because we can't see it, and then tell them where they can find it. What does it say? I can't see it. I don't have no glasses. I can't see it. So, what does it say? It says TMZ boss Harvey Le Levine accused of running a sexist, misogynistic, and then it keeps going after that, y'all. So you got to click it. What's the date? Yeah, What's I mean, the date that that article was written? Three pages. Let me see. It's the whole situation. What's the date? And they gave me the date on that one. Okay, one of them you know say August twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Okay, August twenty fifth, twenty twenty. How many black dudes have been in? How many black dudes have been on the news for the same things? Right. <laughs> I'm just look. I'm like Cat Weaves. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> he played too much. He played too much. He played facts, too much. Facts. Guess what? And guess what? It wasn't on TMZ either, was it? Look at the article again. It wasn't on TMZ, was it? Yeah, nah, for sure. TMZ didn't run it the story on TMZ. TMZ, did they? Did they, yeah, did they nah, run they the story didn't. on TMZ? No, nah, they didn't. They didn't. They ain't gonna never run the story. They gonna run the story on everybody else, though. They own in everybody else's business. Guess, yeah. guess what would happen? Guess what would happen if everybody, if every single person Forget about celebrities. Don't even don't even worry about the celebrities. If every other blogger put that article on their timeline right now, he would be trending worldwide, and it'll take all the attention off of all the other shit. That he'll be the sharks of shit. His shit. His own shit. Hey, give it up for him. Hey, everybody yeah. in the back, give it up for him. Give it up for him. <laughs> I'm tired of him. I'm about sick of them. Hey, well, like I, I think I think this is a year of of of. Uh... I'm revealing. I think it's gonna be a lot of, lot of, uh, like you said, sharks and shit coming out, and people gonna be able to see people for who they really are. And then, the, you know, the people who like, you know, like your family, are gonna get the flowers they deserve for the hard work they put in, for the countless hours of you investing in your boys, for y'all being active parents, and in this world and showing them something different and, and everything. What you said through this conversation, the you know, the aunties, the uncles, the dad. Um, it's time to, to make things right. And I think, um, you know, you guys just keep being solid, you know, keep being solid, you know, as a family, keep exuding the excellence that you guys are exuding. Um, and that's going to rain. That's going to shine over all this other, these accusations. Cause it's not, you know, it's not true. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I want to hear, I want to hear about the future. You know, what's your, what's your idea for the future? For your boys and, and for you and um where do you what what's next 
What's next is we will we can potentially now have the opportunity to really be able to, you know, have a, a deeper compassion and respect for that vocabulary word criminal. Because I'm not gonna be, I'm I'm gonna tell you the truth. Before now, before Kyle got in this situation, um, you know, you you kind of you kind of you kind of get a little bit of one-sided thinking. So now I'm never going to be judgmental about nothing else going forward as it relates right. to the vocabulary word criminal. And right. and other people need to, as long as we become abreast on like, like litigation privilege, if you understand that litigation privilege gives a person an opportunity to lie, defraud, defame, maliciously tell lies, knowingly tell lies, knowingly tell an untruth, but as long as it's within a court document, they get a, they get to get away with it. If if everybody could start self-consciously uh, interrupting themselves to be able to understand that before they read an article, then it wouldn't even be no TMZ. You right. see what I'm saying? Or even, even if it was a TMZ, yeah. then we would be able to just take it as face value. And not that we try to put TMZ out of business. Don't nobody care nothing about it. I don't care nothing about them. I ain't trying to... I'm not trying to knock his hustle, but at the same time, don't throw no shit over here at me when you got shit on yourself at, at on yourself and you, you just, right. yeah, but you're just wearing brown you know. all the time. But you got shit on right, you right, too. Right, <laughs> right, right. But yeah. you know, you know that what's that 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 magazine that was bullshit that you everybody used to get and you just you know it was bull. It just used to have like picture of Whitney Houston on there with some you know yeah. just everybody. That's mm -hmm. what I feel like TMZ is, and they've just. You know, I got people to buy into the, you know, buy into the bullshit. And it, like you said, it's a responsibility of the public as well, right? To not feed into it. You know, you can starve out anything. If you, you know, if you don't feed it, it's going to starve. So, you know, there's a responsibility as, for the public too to know that they're eating a bunch of bullshit and junk food. And it's only going to make them, uh, you know, out of shape and weigh in on their mental health. I mean, because, yeah, he's making money off the, he's making money off the backs of, you know, of us and whatever negative, you know, picture he can paint, but he's also inducing a mental illness to the public. He's also disturbing the public. And I think when the public take it personal, you know, and what they're doing and see the, the, the negative effects that they've had since experiencing him, you know what I mean? They do do a Harvard, a Harvard yeah, experiment, exactly. whatever they got to what? do. Yeah, and guess what? Their target audience is 18 to 34. So he's again, he don't have kids. So he's preying on our children. They say the average, mm -hmm. the average, uh, the average male brain don't even fully develop to 27, 25, 27. So you preying on our kids. 18 to 34 is his target audience. That's yeah. that's TMZ's target audience. That's why he's so successful. Because the people like us don't look at TMZ. They they know it's garbage. They don't right. they don't care nothing right. about nobody else's business. They don't care to know somebody else's demise. They don't want to see people hurting and suffering and starving and begging. And right. they don't want a, 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 a regular human decency person. They don't want to they don't want to see somebody swallowing and swaddling and wallowing in in pity and and um and stress. That's not what that's not what God wants us to do. But TMZ's audience, their target audience is 18 to 34 years old. That's their target. If you Google it, Google it and show it to your people. Their eight, their target audience is 18 to 34 years old. He's making millions off of young adults. Yeah. 
at someone else's expense that he know ain't true. He's a lawyer. He understands more so than the people that he's feeding the garbage to. He understands the whole backstory of where it comes from. Right. Ray Rice's situation, his wife is still, when I just, when I last researched this situation, his wife is still married to him today. So the only thing that Harvey Levins and TMZ did over at TMZ was take food out of that man's mouth, his family's mouth. While he's feeding his family real good off of his demise. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, so what was the point? Like, um, that is the question. What were we supposed to learn from that article? What were we supposed to learn from that video? What were we supposed to learn from it? Because we surely didn't learn that all black men are abusers or we surely didn't learn that you can't trust all black men or we surely didn't learn that black men ain't crap. And because that's not true, because if all that stuff applied to him, she was she had because if, if they can't say that, OK, domestic violence, the person always stays because they scared and all that. She had the whole world looking at him if she wanted to leave. She was she was she could have gone anywhere and been safe. So that don't apply to him and them. Because the whole entire world was watching him and her. Sure. Because of the story that TMZ paid $90,000 to run. So what were we supposed to get out of that? What were we supposed to learn from it? Stay out right. of damn grown people business. Yeah. Stay out of grown folk business because it ain't our damn business. If you Do you understand what I'm saying? Stay out of people business. That's what we learned from it. Right. Stay out of people's business. She ain't dead. She's still living. How many years ago was that? He didn't kill her. Right. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? How many years ago was that? You understand what I'm saying? Like, what were we supposed to? What was the lesson? What was the lesson that we were supposed to learn from that? What was the lesson? What was the lesson that we were supposed to learn from? Kyle Massey, former Disney star, send explicit material to a 13-year-old girl. What were we supposed to learn from that? That's why I would love to sit across the table with him and ask him that. What did you want the people to learn from that headline? That's not his interest, right? Like, what were we, what we supposed to But you know, but I'm going to let you know that that's a responsibility of the public because that's junk food. That's junk food media, you know? that That's it's bullshit. So people got to understand that, man. They they got to stop taking things um, literal from that sense, you know, a TMZ and just, you know what I mean? Really, really dig and, and try to find out. If you're interested, you're going to ask questions and you're going to do your research. If you're not, you're trying to look for something to click on, you know, that's that's how TMZ is, is feeding their families. So people got to be more educated, more witty and understand uh, you know, they consuming junk food, you know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't going to do shit for them. It ain't nothing healthy about it, you know? So, you know, I think, you know, it's been, we've been hit by album 20 now. Um, I know, right? Okay, so let me ask nah, you a question. Been, been good. You think about your own research in my son's case, because you never got a chance to say that. Like, what did you on yeah. your own independent research uh, leave with after your research about this on your own? I felt he, like a lot of young 
black men who are in the spotlight was getting a lot of attention. You know, you get attention from women all all across the board when you, you know what I mean, you're young, you got money. Um, I, I do believe he was, you know, having relations with this woman. I understand how it can be a money grab, people being vulnerable situations. And he, you know, he was like a lick to, to somebody. They made accusations, um, got their daughter involved to make it seem, you know what I mean? Like it was, you know, a little criminal or, you know, I, 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 I my, my mind is, I can wrap my mind around your logic. I can wrap my mind around his story. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's just interesting how much power, like you said, TMZ has and how much power, you know, they have to tell our stories um, and how much power people have to make accusations. I was, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I said, it's the worst time to be black and famous, like <laughs> rich, good, famous. No, I mean, you're just a target, you know, right now, a lot of black people are being the scapegoats. They've been the target um, because they've been around. They might've been in a room with somebody and took a picture. And, um, now they are now the demon of the, you know, being demonized. So I think it's a dangerous time, you know, to be black and famous. And, um, you know, I can, I can completely understand. I think it, it's tough because I was going to ask you when he was younger and she was older, should he have spoken out about that? But I mean, I put myself in those shoes. And, um, when you, like I said, you're young, you're black, you're getting attention. You're a man, like uh, Judge Joe Brown said. It's not Brown, something you're going to... He's 16 years yeah, old. You, he got some yeah, money. He, yeah, he hit that. <laughs> but, you know, I, and, I, and I can, so I can relate. So it's not like I'm going to sit there and run to the cops. I wouldn't run to the cops either. I'm a, You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, so I can, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? I, I get it. And um, I just That's pray he can... Y'all will be able to get up out of this and, and really, like I said, and when that light learned, shines. Let me tell you what I, thank you. Go ahead. I'm okay. sorry. Let me tell you what I learned from Judge Joe Brown, too. He says, well, sounds like you're telling me when I said that he they proceeded to have court without him. No, no, no. They can't do that. He says they mm. that's what they call uh, uh, he they can't do that. And Estensia and I Googled that word and Estensia means in his absence. I was like, oh, I feel so educated. I like it. I got me some hot color vocabulary <laughs> there words for free, baby. Yeah. yeah I know what judge, Yeah, judge. It's right, yeah. right. That in the right. absence of, yeah. He it's, says it's, that no, they can't do that. He said they can't do that. He said that it can be right. th those proceedings can be thrown out because uh they were they were um um conducted under his abstentia. And guess what? Our attorney didn't do nothing about it. So does that mean that he a good attorney or a bad attorney, or he just didn't give a attorney because he didn't do nothing. He didn't do anything. And the whole thing was they knew that he did not get served. It was on the court docket. Yeah. I'm you. I'm gonna text you the document. It's uh, it's yeah. right there in black and white on the actual court docket. Undeliverable. Undeliverable. It says it was undeliverable because. Let me tell you how God works, and then it, then we can we listen to me. We lived in <laughs> we 
we lived in this uh, place called Palazzo. It's right on La Brea. It's a very prestigious. Oh yeah, I know. Um, it is, yeah. The Palazzo. Mm -hmm. Palazzo, right across from the Bev, uh, right across from uh, the Grove. That's where we right. live. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. So yeah. check this. So you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's a huge community, and um, mm -hmm. so she they she gave the detectives the address, the physical address for the Palazzo because she knew that that was the last known address where Kyle lived because she came back and forth to California. Mm. What she didn't realize was that you have to have unit numbers, unit numbers slash apartment numbers. So because the Palazzo is such a huge community, you had to have mm. a unit number. So because that, that the, the, uh, the postman that delivers there was I want to meet that person one day. I wish that's the one person that I want to meet is that postman or postwoman that actually put that mail, that piece, that letter back in the mail when it did not have an apartment on it. Because you know what that postman did for us? It gave Kyle the, his truth. Had they left that envelope at the leasing office or had they just put that casually put that envelope in somebody's mailbox? We wouldn't have a leg to stand on because we wouldn't be able to they wouldn't we wouldn't be able to prove that we never got the document right but because right. a postman delivered put it as listen to me you see how you're smiling listen yeah, that's why i said yeah. you can do whatever you want to do you can inconvenience us all you want to and we inconvenience like muck right now let me tell you something we are inconvenienced like muck but that particular postman God had that postman to pay attention, do his or her job. They sent that letter back, and it wasn't but like a week turnaround too. Once it once it went out from Seattle, from King County, and was returned back to them, it was in a week, and then it was during COVID when they were telling everybody, "Don't rely on the mail, don't rely on the mail, don't rely on the mail." During COVID, it was mail from King County Sheriff Department. And it was returned in a week and got loaded and documented on the court document four days before court. And they still proceeded without him. Come on, God, and show up and show out. Show up and show out and beat Satan at his own game. And that is the truth. Fact check me. Yeah. Yeah. That's all a part of his, oh, yeah. that's all a part of his court document. Yeah. And you know what the judge says? That they can't do that. They cannot proceed in a proceeding where he's not been served. That's in abstention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that's the that's a judge, right? That has no vested interest in this case. He ain't he ain't in, he he don't work there. He don't live there. He don't play there. He don't have no allegiance to nobody. He don't know me. He don't know them. He just read me off what the law was. Right. I've been saying the same thing since day one. My story never changed. I'm just getting a little bit slow and steady momentum, slow and steady momentum, slow and steady momentum, because it's the truth and it's not yeah. right. Mm -hmm. It's not right. It's just yeah. not right. It's just not right. No, and let me tell you what Cat Williams said. Cat Williams said out of the 30, he said he'd been arrested 30 times and he's never had a conviction. So all those times, he never, he never had, a, he's been arrested 30 times, but like you, mm -hmm. he never had a conviction. He never, none of that stuff. 
So the thing about mm -hmm. it is, is they like he like Cat Williams said out of his mouth, they were doing they were all those times where he got arrested. It was he said he knew he didn't do nothing wrong. It was all them trying to frustrate him, probably because he'd been talking. You know what I mean? He'd been he'd been the same Cat Williams after we looked at the interview. And then I would say this: you take now you got TMZ, which is the sharks of shit, and you got the black man over here, Shannon Sharp. That now has been branded and labeled the place of truth by Cat Williams. Come on, God, show up and show out. So mm -hmm. now we have a balance from all that shit that they got going on over there at TMZ with the truth. Because now the, the people that get screwed over over here on this side in the shark's mouth, you, you'll be able to go over there to Shannon Sharp and tell your story, tell your truth. And we're going to be listening. Mm -hmm. We're going to be listening. Yeah. Because they're not That's the only powerful. platform anymore. They got they got right. 30 something, 38 million people in a week. TMZ don't have that many clicks and likes on their page. Right. <laughs> they, no, he, they and it's a reason. And you had to really realize the reason why Cat Williams went to T went to him and not TMZ. Ain't nobody going oh, to TMZ, first of all. He wasn't going to no TMZ. Nobody going TMZ to them. Story. Yeah. Yeah. TMZ ain't interested in the truth. TMZ is interested. Yeah, they in the garbage and the lies and the slander and the litigation privilege. That's what they pay for. They don't care nothing about nothing else. Litigation privilege. They're the litigation privilege kings. That's what they are. Yeah. Well, hopefully this case shines light. Um, you know, it's he's not the only one that's been, you know, victimized by accusations, you know, especially the sexual ones and, you know, um, you know, people trying to money grab. It's it's the sad thing is it's it's more prevalent than it should be, and it should be more repercussions for people who um, create these kind of situations for people. You know, taking money out of people's, um, you know, people's families. <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, I thank you for for coming on here and just unpacking some of it and giving some history on the boys and the upbringing. I think that's awesome. You know, um, I think that that story is more important than any of this stuff. You know, it's actually their legacy, you know, and their legacy is don't stop here. So um, this, this is going to propel them. This is going to uh, put you in situations that, you know, God's going to put you in situations that you that you can't even see now because of this. And it'll be a stepping stone. You know, it'll be a stepping stone into the future. So, you know, we praying for you over here. I thank, thank you. you for coming on this show. Yes, thank you for coming on the show and speaking your truth. Um, and just look forward to it. And hopefully, you know, we can have a follow-up. Because I know there's some more to talk about and more to unpack. And, I, you know, when, when you guys get from up under all this, um, you know, I want to I wanna definitely give you this outlet to, to express, you know, where you are with things. And, and we can just keep pushing forward. But I really appreciate this. Um, I thank you. Yeah, put your fingers there. We're doing a piece that put your fingers right there. Hey, yeah. thank you. <laughs> awesome. Epic. That yeah. was awesome. Part no, of the bad words, you. everyone. I do say a lot of bad words. I'm working on it. I used to say more than no, that. It's all, so good. I, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all I promise good. I've got better. <laughs> all right. Oh, no, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so, yes, it's been a, a special day. And uh, I don't know if you saw even saw this behind me, but it's I all, can't, you all know, I'm just going to be you got your glasses. You can't see. Let me walk around here <laughs> well, looking like I'm 
Look, listen to me. This is a true story. I be walking around here thinking like I'm all cute and everything. I can't see. I cannot see. I can't even see. I can see you when you smile and when you get real, real close to the camera a little bit. But I can't uh, see. Uh. I can see stuff behind you like it's a shelf. But I can't. I can't make out anything that you're doing or saying. I could not even. <laughs> the phone, when you put it right there, I could. But I can't see anything. I can't see. I see that there's something just moved. I can't read what it says. I can't see none of that. That's awesome. Well, it's been great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great, and um, yeah, I really appreciate you. So, like, hopefully, we can uh, we can do this again, and um, yeah, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Please. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Whew. That was great. That that was dope. Um, a lot of unpacking in that episode. Oof. Man, that woman is a fighter. You know, I think they played with the wrong one with her because um, she definitely got that that big mama bear energy and she ain't playing when it comes to her cubs. And I love to see it. You know, I love to see that. Um, so it's been dope. I want to give a special uh, shout out to our sponsors again, Zar Wellness. ZarWellness.com. Go get your flowers, T-H-C-A. So it's shipped anywhere in the nation. Go and get that um, and partake. If you do, they have gummies, they have topicals for your skin, um, and real educational. So zarwellness.com, uh, and it's been great. Appreciate everybody for being here. See you on the next episode. Peace. Trouble sleeping? Feeling a lot of pain? So stressed out, you're anxious all the time? Feeling down and depressed? Just need a little bit more energy and focus in the morning? That's where we come in. We are here to help at Czar Wellness. Czar Wellness is where people come first to get the highest quality, highest standards, and unbelievable prices. At czarwellness.com, you can get gummies, topicals, oils, and smokables. It's all legal. We ship nationwide. Welcome to Czar where people come first. Find us at czarwellness.com. Are financial challenges holding you back? Are you getting denied for personal or business funding? Do you dream of a brighter financial future? Life's journey shouldn't be hindered by credit woes. Join National Credit Resources with our easy three-step process to financial freedom. Sign up at National Credit Resource 750.com. Our personalized approach aligns directly with our core value, integrity. We offer a money-back guarantee contract and financial literacy through the process. Go to nationalcreditresource750.com. Join the countless individuals who've reclaimed their financial independence through National Credit Resources. Take that crucial step towards a brighter tomorrow. National Credit Resources is your trusted partner, and we are one nation under credit. Start your credit journey at nationalcreditresource750.com. We're always interested in what you have to say about our live broadcasts. Please share your comments on our Facebook page or websites.